Hey friends, this is Jessica with Vibrant Voice Podcast. In this space, we explore the beauty of life, no matter what the pain of ashes and loss have left for you. I believe everyone has a story to tell, and the colors of your life create a beautiful masterpiece. In this podcast, I help you uncover what is standing in the way of you experiencing freedom in your life, spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. You can walk away with simple strategies to connect with truth and find your vibrant identity. So pause, take a breath, and let's get started. Hey, hey, thanks for joining us back at the Vibrant Voice podcast. We're so glad that you could join us for this episode. And actually, what we're going to be doing is a series of episodes So my name is Jessica Vibrant, and I am your podcast host here. So I'm so glad to connect with you today. Um, Like I said, we're going to be actually doing a three-part series. And the three-part series of this podcast is going to look at something that that I like to refer to as our spirit, soul, body uh, focus. And I really want to talk about the impact of the spirit to the soul to the body and how that impacts us in everyday life. And we're going to look at things like expectations, things like choices, and things like our body and brain, what happens in that when um, that heart and spirit soul part of us drives the uh, how it shows up in our body. So I'm excited to dive in with you today. I hope that you are able to find some practical takeaways from this information and you're able to join us in all inside of the series and provide me some with some feedback how how does this affect you so I want to talk about the main focus today is <clears throat> that spirit heart part of us and I want to look at the word expectations and expectations is our focus for this part of the podcast. So much of what we have in expectations, that heart part of us actually drives what is going on in our life, whether we recognize it or not. And oftentimes what I find when interacting with women or individuals um, is that they respond to symptoms or situations that they're experiencing in their physical body more than taking notice or effect of what's going on in their soul, their mind, will, and emotions, or at the deepest level, what's in their heart. But I want to start with that heart part because it's so important for us to recognize that that's kind of the roots to the system. Um, Those deep embedded things really decide how we grow, how we live, how we flourish, how we function in life. And if we're thinking about making adjustments in our life or wanting to experience something different. You know, if you think about the tree analogy, we can always chop the branches off. We can always cut down the tree. But if we're not willing to take a look at the root system and what's all intertwined with that, uh, we're not really connecting ourselves in a way to be able to make the changes we want to make. So back to that word, great word, expectations. Webster's Dictionary defines expectations as a belief about or a mental picture of 
the future. It also says anticipating with confidence of fulfillment. And so <clears throat> there's this idea that um, we have this expectation internally in our heart part of us. And when we have expectations, a belief about something, how it's going to come true, we establish expectations about so much stuff in our lives. Um, we, we have mental pictures of everything from the time we're very, very little um, with, with parents. We expect them to love and care and nurture us in a certain way. Whether we've ever talked about it or if it's ever been told to us, it's just an innate expectation. We have an expectation that people want to engage with us, that have the best intentions for us. And outside of, as we grow and get older, outside influences begin to form our inside expectations. We all of a sudden have expectations given to us about from the television, from Hollywood, from movies, from our parents, from our family, extended family, from friends. Um, when we go to school, the school teachers or administrators from the curriculum that we learn, social media accounts. So uh, there's so many pieces that start to feed into our lives and create expectations for us. Those are outside influences, but some things start internally in our heart we just innately expect things to happen. We have ideals that we want other people to live up to inside of these expectations. Uh, for instance, going back to the child, the child expects a parent to be loving and nurturing, to take care of them, to maybe be comforting to them, um, all these things. It's something almost that's a perfect model or an excellent model of how how things should be and that drives how we feel about that person and how we feel about ourselves um, the hard part about what happens to most of us with the expectations is that the people that we interact with and and the world we live in is a very broken and hurting world and it's wounded and so those ideals aren't met. So our expectations are not met. The parent is not able to be nurturing or loving in the way that the child needs it. Though the world is not, does not always have our best interest at heart. They don't always show up to celebrate us. They don't show up in recognition of, or support of what we need. So we arrive at our teens and our expectations weren't met from childhood so then we have all these new expectations in teenage years and those aren't met. And so then we take those expectations that weren't met into adulthood. And it's just this consistent cycle of I have these expectations or these ideals of how people should be and how I should be. Things aren't being met. And it's constantly leaving us with mental pictures and belief systems that aren't fulfilled. And those unfulfilled pieces of us can create a lot of pain and I work with individuals a lot and I hear a lot of the same mantra of people struggling with pain and stuck in that pain and that pain showing up so much 
because expectations weren't met and now we don't know what to do with it. We don't know how to respond. For instance, um, quite often what comes up with a lot of the females that I work with in my counseling coaching practice is they expected their dad to be there a certain way for them, to be loving to them, to be nurturing of them, to affirm what they did was good, that they tried their best. Um, and the dad, for whatever reason, doesn't do that. Maybe he's critical and saying, look, you got a 91 on the test. You should have scored the nine more points. Why didn't you do that? Um, it could be that she just needed a hug and she needed a comfort and her dad wasn't able to provide that. Maybe the dad, in some of the scenarios I interact with, had other addictions and hurts that drove him. He was addicted to alcohol or drugs or um you know, other things that pulled away his attention or focus and caused pain in his own life, he wasn't able to provide the support for his daughter. Or a mom. A mom wasn't able to provide the support because she was managing her own pain and her own brokenness. So then the girl is now grown up, teenager, young adult, midlife, and her expectations weren't met. So then what happens then is shame creeps in. I expected life to go a certain way. I expected these people to be these things for me. In an ideal setting, the way it would have been perfect for me if my dad or my mom would have said, I love you, or great job, or I see you worked your hardest, or I can't imagine going through that, and I'm so proud of you. Those missing words, the language that we need, that our heart needs, wasn't communicated. And that all can produce some trauma from us. So... We, those ideal standards don't allow us to factor in the human piece of hurt and pain of the world we live in. And so um, when expectations aren't met, it creates this shame belief cycle of, well, I, I must be the problem here. I must be the bad one here. I'm, I must have done something wrong. I must have said something wrong. It must be my fault if I would have just done X or if I would have just gone and said this or fixed this or responded differently or tried a little harder or not behaved badly or not cried so much, not been so angry. And all of it comes back to the connection ultimately between our spirit, soul, body. That is kind of where that interaction happens between our heart and our brain our mind, our heart and our mind are trying, our mind's getting involved, trying to help us solve a problem. It's trying to help us feel better. It recognizes that we are sort of like this child who is very wounded and we have all of these expectations that weren't met. And it's just caused our, our little heart from the time we were very young. Oftentimes, um, it goes back to, so when you have a reoccurrence, let me say this, when you have a reoccurrence of situations or a reoccurrence of interactive patterns or a reoccurrence of a, an emotion that comes up in relation to certain people or a reoccurrence of shame and guilt, oftentimes it's, it's because the way we were designed, the way God's in his infinite wisdom designed us to heal. And oftentimes we're not able to heal until we address the first time or the first place the wound entered in. The first time the expectation wasn't met. So I want you to take some inventory of your own life. 
take some inventory of where you have those feelings come up of I'm wrong, I'm bad. If I could just, if I should have, I could have, where did I need to make some changes? And I want you to think about who that person is in that relationship with you or what is the situation. And I want you to think about, like, really take time to kind of dig deep and recognize what is it that you expected in that situation? What were the expectations you had of the other people that you were involved with? What were the expectations you had of yourself? What was the mental picture that you really wanted? And maybe another word that resonates with you is not expectations, but rather desire. I desire in that moment to feel so loved and supported, to feel so recognized and cared for, to feel so affirmed, to feel so loved, to feel valued. What was I desiring to feel? That was kind of the expectation or the ideal. I want you to take inventory of that and begin to write those things down. What all is there? Because ultimately, I'm not going to ask you to necessarily release expectations. I think that expectations can help guide us in a direction in life that we want to go. In a lot of ways, expectations can help us have a mental picture or a belief that helps keep us safe. It's when things don't align to our expectations that produce those intense emotions. And what we're going to get into in the next two parts of the series is kind of what it looks like in our in our soul, that mind part of us, uh, the reckoning of that, and then how it shows up in our body, what happens in the system. But as as practical work, as practical solutions for thinking about, okay, I'm all of a sudden realizing I have all these expectations and have held expectations for a really long time for the people in my life. What do I do with all of that? It's just time to take an inventory. Think of the scenario that comes up the most often for you and take an inventory of who are the key players in that situation. Is it your dad? Is it your mom? Is it a a sibling? Is it a relative? Is it God? Um, Is it yourself? And in all of those expectations, In that scenario, I want you to begin to kind of make a little drawing or a map or a list, whatever works for you and your style. Maybe it's some pictures that you that you draw out, but I want you to begin to to become aware and define what were some expectations I held in that place. My heart desired this. My heart expected this. This was the ideal picture that basically I was functioning from. And all of us have different views on what is ideal to us or what is our expectation. Our personality, motivation, all of that is driven. So what I need in my perfect scenario or my ideal scenario is different than what you might need. And I, so it's important at this point to stop and become aware of, hmm, what did I expect? And so that our awareness can help us move forward in recognizing what we can do next or what happens next. So this is um, maybe not a super long episode, um, but it's a foundational piece in uh, the series to recognize that, hey, expectations can really lead us 
to go in directions maybe we wanted to or didn't want to go. But if we don't stop and look at that part of us, the heart part of us that's trying to communicate out, that's saying, these are the pictures that I've created in my world and my pictures aren't being met. So there's a disconnect. Now I have pain and hurt and sorrow, woundedness, all of those big emotions that are very uncomfortable, oftentimes uh, originated in a space where our expectations weren't met. So I hope this was helpful for you today. Uh, Please feel free to like the podcast to share it with your friends and join us for part two where we talk about choices. Once again, hope you have a great rest of your day and we will see you on the next episode. We're so glad you took time to join us today for the Vibrant Voice podcast. We hope you found a piece of truth to connect with. As always, we love hearing from our followers. So please leave us a five-star review. And if you know someone who needs to hear the truth that you heard here today, please share our podcast with them. You can find us on Facebook at Vibrant Voice or on our website at www.vibrantvoice.life. Remember, your voice matters. See you in the next episode.